0: You're listening to SM Media, the number one place for exclusive Scottish football content. Hi folks and welcome to the latest episode of the SM Media Scottish Women's Football Show, I'm Scott Pike. it's an absolute pleasure to be your host as always, it's a pleasure to welcome back, delighted to always have on the show, Suzanne Mulby, Suzanne welcome to the show, it's a pleasure to have you on again. Thanks
1: very much Scott, pleasure to be
0: here. I'm uh, looking forward to this, there's a, a full round of fixtures as well, we've got obviously SWPL with, with nine games across the two leagues and with a full round of Scottish Cup action, so it was a busy weekend.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, a lot of a lot of shock results, a few good results, and um, and then kind of at the top of
0: the table, just what you'd expect again. Yeah, uh, We'll get to, We'll obviously get through the leagues and talk about kind of the games there, the Scottish Cup. We'll go through the results. The draw is taking place last night, so we'll get your thoughts obviously in some of the, the ties there's some entertaining ties to have a look at as well. But SWPL one, it's been a, a busy weekend. Five games. Motherwell will play Partick Thistle on Friday. Uh, was the, uh, the game that obviously didn't take place. I think that's going to take place this Friday. So but uh, probably the best place to start is probably Aberdeen. A one-all draw with Spartans, obviously, but a bit of a, a hectic week at Aberdeen with Emma Hunter and Gavin Bede leaving. Some reports that they were dismissed. Some reports that they resigned. The official line is they resigned. Bit of a weird one considering, obviously, like, I know obviously the, the form hasn't been great at the start of the season, and but they... they that change took place after a big victory last week. It was, it was kind of out of the blue when you actually think about it, wasn't
1: it? Yeah, definitely. Um, they've obviously Emma and Gavin have done a great job up there. You know, in terms of um, getting them promoted twice. You know, they've been relegated twice, so to get them promoted twice, um, and then obviously have a good season that they did last season. Um, I think they've started a bit this season. Um, but you know, Aberdeen's a, a tough place in terms of recruiting players, so I think yeah. it's always going to be tough for them. And relying on a few kind of younger players or or a few stars as well, um, it's maybe let them down. You know, a lot of the teams are, are kind of aware of what threats they've got, and um, they've been able to kind of combat that. So I think that that's been the main problem for them, um, obviously this year. But yeah, a bit of a surprise. Um, you know, and I actually thought when I, when I first heard it, that it would possibly be because Emma's maybe and um, Gavin maybe got offered, you know, another role because yeah. they've done so so um, hopefully
0: they'll stay in the game and, and find something because they've done a great job Yeah, I like the thank well, I think they're two terrific people in the game and yeah. I, th- I do think they're, they're good enough to go and get a, another job elsewhere should they want to but it was a draw for Aberdeen a 1-1 draw home to Spartans eh, Ogilvy with a goal for Aberdeen Mason for Spartans Puts Aberdeen in eight points from 12 games. They're beginning to get back into the you know, the hunt. They're only two points behind the D&A, point behind Hamilton. Spartans are sitting in 13 points from 12 games. They've been you know, relatively consistent as well. Probably an even result by all reports. I think it was a very tight game.
1: Yeah, um, I think near the end either team could have snatched it, um, you know, they had quite good chances, um, especially Aberdeen had a, had a, a kind of maybe two or three good chances near the end to snatch that, but overall it probably was a, a fair result, I and mean, obviously Spartans are kind of known as the, the draw specialists, they've had probably more draws than any other team, so um, for them to go you know, there and, and get the draw probably is a, a good result for them.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Two sides that are probably relatively even. Tight game at Glasgow City, a 2-1 victory for the, the league leaders. They obviously stay two points clear at the top of the table. Uh, Mike, Michaela McElhone put Hibbs 1-0 up, but Clark brought it back to 1-1 and an own goal sec- secured the three points for Glasgow City. Again, it's that thing with Glasgow City, into I know they're one or two teams still unbeaten, but when you can dig results out like that, when maybe you aren't playing so well, it, it puts you in good stead if you're going to win a title challenge.
1: Yeah, if you, if you look back, you know, it, it doesn't matter, they've got the points on the board, it doesn't matter how they, they won, and at the end of the season, if your name's on that trophy, it doesn't matter, you know, if it was 1-0 or 5-0, it really doesn't matter. And obviously, goal difference could, you know, near the end of the season, could come into the factor, um, but at the end of the day, they're still unbeaten, and, you know, they're still looking good in terms of grinding out the results. Um, great finish by McElhaney, what, what a great goal that. Um Showing what a threat she is at set pieces, and also mention as well the fact that you know they're, they're scoring the set pieces. Haley Lauder um, and obviously Maddie Fulton as well. Yeah, for the other side and swinging. And um, I think I don't know if that's possibly you know Hibs, they're, they're known that they're quite weak, and I think um, the Hibs manager Dean Gibson keeps pointing out that they're weak at set pieces. And if I was me, I wouldn't be highlighting that because you know you put extra pressure on them if you know they are. Um, But, yeah, you can
0: see that, you know, kind of the last three goals they've conceded. um, Obviously, last week against Hearts as well, it's all been set-pieces. So, disappointing for them. Yeah. Do you think, obviously, with Glasgow City, like Mary, last season, obviously the first time they've lost a league, do you think there's a bit of a a, kind of fire in them this season because they're they're no longer, kind of, the champions they are just desperate to get it back? And you see there's a lot of players performing, like Megan Foley, a a player I want to highlight as well. She's really upped her game this season.
1: Yeah, I think, it's, I think it's kind of hard because for me, and I think I've said this to you before, Glasgow City were always a team that kept a core players and they just added it. They got rid of players that maybe weren't up to scratch or players that went on to play professional in other countries um, and then they bring in better players, whereas they've struggled a bit with obviously the recruitment that Rangers and Celtic have done. So, um it's a different type of player that they're bringing in, you know, they've got a lot kind of more foreign players, so it's not the Glasgow City of old where, you know, they know the league, they know how to be a winner, they are winners, um, so it is a bit different for them, but with the likes of, obviously Ireland Gleeson's done a great job, she knows how to grind out the results, and obviously, you know, you've still got Joel Love, Healy Lauder, um, and like what you're saying, Megan Foley, players that have been around for a while, um, but also, you know, a big massive um, point for them would be Leanne Ross on the sideline, she's an absolute winner and you know every training session whether you know it's a, a, a wee kickabout or whether it's a passing drill, she'd expect the standards to be so so high and, and I'd imagine for the sideline it's probably worse because she can see everything she's not having to focus on her own game so um, so for her she'll be keeping the standards high which is it is great that they've managed to keep her on and, and brought her in as a you know as a coaching role in when she retired.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Rangers obviously still in contention as well. Two points behind. A ten nil one away to Glasgow Women. Uh, Collect Cavan away a hat trick. Uh, Nicola Doherty, Lizzie arnott with a double. Uh, Howard Martinez and Hill with the goals. Again, Rangers probably getting there, getting get into that game thinking they would again probably goal difference. I think probably the nineteen goals clear. I think a lot of the, I think a lot of them would have been against kind of Glasgow Women. Kind of that. Those are the games you kind of probably will need to score a lot of goals and. I feel the routine victory for Rangers, I would say.
1: Yeah, and and the big thing is, is they made so many. Was it something like five changes or no nine changes or something yeah. they made? So lots of changes. But the players that they brought in, you see, it doesn't make any difference. They've just got probably the you know the biggest squad in and the big, you know the strongest squad in the league in terms of you know obviously bringing back Cathy Hill after injury. She's been up for four months. She comes in, she scores a goal, a couple of great diagonal balls for for goals as well to set up players. I think she's not a diagonal to set up Lizzie on it. Um, so you know bringing her back in the captain as well that's a big boost for them before the cup final um, and then obviously um, Claire Cameron as well bringing her in and, and scoring a hat trick if, you, if you're wanting to be picked for the cup final next week and you've been out for a while to come in and score a hat trick it's so obviously putting your name right in the hat so well done to
0: her yeah absolutely Seeing the the kind of other side of it obviously Glasgow women that's her 12 straight defeat after coming up like what do you, what do you kind of do how do you kind of motivate Like, kind of the players there because obviously they're, they're in the end of some kind of bad results and things like that but it's is it more about kind of getting the experience as well? Like kind of getting that because a lot of the play players will maybe be at a, an early stage in their career and maybe will want to kind of either move on and play at a, a higher side and things like that. But is this more about kind of just getting experience for the players and getting them kind of motivated to? Because it's difficult. It was we said at the start of the season it was always going to be difficult for that side to make that step up.
1: Yeah, I, I think for them, um, you know, and I, and I don't think it's been disrespectful saying that they probably will be, you know, the bottom of the league by the end of the season. You know, it's not mathematically impossible yet, but you can't see them taking many points or even teams around them. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously they've got Andy Garner in there, who's a great guy, he knows the game really well. Um, and I think his biggest thing it will be to recruit, obviously, kind of at the end of the season, but it is looking like they're going back down. But for me, the, the players, it's just about getting experience and into every game and if if I was the coach and I was involved there I'd be saying to them you know take as much as you can from these you know games that we're going to be playing because this is the top opposition. if you're playing against Rangers you know if a player beats you one way just think like how can I prevent her from doing that the next time and it is about learning on the job I feel like you know on the pitch um, learning as much as possible and then also taking that into next season possibly when you've got, you know, obviously the, the hard task of trying to come back up. Because uh, there's a number of great teams in SWPL too. So it won't be easy for them, you know, if they do go down it come straight back up again. Um, but yeah, it's just it's just learning. You're not going to come up against better players um, in the league. So just take as much as you can from every game. Build on your fitness, you know, build on your I, I say confidence, but it is more, you know, if you're able to take a good touch and, and do a good pass. Against great opposition like
0: Rangers, then you know you've got to be able to do it against weaker opposition. So it's just trying yeah. to as possible. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's. I think you've kind of summed it up well there. I think it's, it's we we knew at the start of the season, like it was going to be difficult for them to make the step up. But as you say, it's it's an experience thing as well. They're playing against players at a high level, and. I know. I know. Probably like when you when you lose ten 0 and thirteen 0 that your your head does go down. But it's all about what you do next week. It's all about like you kind know, They'll be looking ahead to the the next game and thinking, right, we can go one better here. But, do you know what I mean? That's that's what you you probably need to do. At that's that kind of level. Yeah, they they obviously the closest they came to getting anything was probably against Hamilton. Then Hamilton scored. Yeah. You
1: know, They, they scored a the last minute goal. Um, Josie Gear did. Um, so I think going into that game, they'll maybe think, you know, we were that close against Hamilton. Let's actually see if we can do one better and actually take a point or even take a win. Um, but again, you know, obviously Hamilton are, are you know, they've got more experience, they're fitter, you know, a few games in the league. So, you know, and, and they'll be wanting to prove a point as well. You know, they won't want to think, you know, we were that close to us a I woman. So they want to, you know, have maybe a 2 3 scoreline. Um, so it'll be an interesting one when they, they come head to head again.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Big one for Celtic as well, a 7-0 victory over Dundee United at home. Uh, Shenji Mengu with a hat-trick, Larissa Gallica and two academy graduates getting goals as well. Maria McKennie with a first goal and Birchow made it 7. Again, with Celtic, we, we've spoke about this a lot. We, we thought they were losing goal. We thought they were going to lose a lot of goals, but when you've got players chipping in, like Mengu with a hat-trick, obviously Lucy Ashworth-Clifford's out injured. That's another big player they're, they're going to be without for a while. Like, they're going to need these players to chip in and they're certainly, obviously, Lee Gallagher got a hat-trick a couple of weeks ago. There's a lot of players in there who are chipping in and that's going to be good for them.
1: Yeah, definitely. Obviously, Ashworth Clifford, you know, with the ACL injury, it is a, a massive loss for them because she was playing so well. She was direct. Um, she provided a lot of assists, obviously chipped them with some goals as well. But they've got quite a strong squad as well. They're probably, you know, as close to Rangers as you like in terms of the players that they've got that they can bring on um, and obviously the, the young players as well. And um, likes of them and and Rangers are obviously kind of you know paving the way yeah. in terms of um you know bringing bringing players through and giving young players opportunities. Um yeah, routine routine again for them. Routine win, um, clean sheet. But um but yeah, I'd, I'd like to point out Clarissa Laracy. Obviously we mentioned that at the start of the season that they've missed goals with, with Charlie Welland. Yeah. She stepped right up as she did in the cup final. You know she had, she had a a great job there. But um. But her movement, I like her movement. I think that she's came on and she's brought more to her game. And it's a movement that I like for me. She you know, she makes great runs for herself, but also to open up space for for our teammates as well, and um, which is great when you see a striker able to, to do that as well, be less selfish and move players about. Um so yeah, just routine again and and they're still looking strong to, to challenge at the top yeah. of
0: the day. And I think you saw it last week as well with the obviously the old firm game between Rangers and Celtic. It was so even there was I, I, could you say it was boring? Possibly it wasn't. I don't think it was a spectacle <laughs> for this. Yeah, yeah, it was very. It was. It wasn't a game for the neutral, but it was one of those things. Like I think a lot of people were saying with the kind of top three, like with Rangers winning last season, they would probably go on and build on that. But you're seeing with the three, the three sides. I know there's three points in it. It's so tight between them when they play each other.
1: Yeah, it is, um, and it, and it's really good for you know for a neutral or or even for you know if you're a Rangers fan, Celtic fan, Glasgow City fan, it's it's good because you don't want a team to be running ahead of it because you know they don't improve and then going to Champions League. If you've not played against good opposition, then you, you do struggle. You're a bit behind. Um, so I, I'm really enjoying it. You know, it's great. Um, and obviously, there's a there's a couple of other teams we've not mentioned hardships, know that are right up there, kind of um, almost challenging or, or kind of staying. You know, with that that top group um, team, so yeah, it, it's great. It's interesting, um, and and as I say, I'm I'm absolutely loving it. You know, there's some great players on show, some some great goals as well. Um, so it's it's really good for just a, You know, a football fan.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You mentioned obviously Hearts their final game of the weekend in the the top league. Hearts five, Hamilton now. Uh, Katie Rudward double, Tims, Mitchie and Smith made it five. Really, another really impressive performance from Hearts. They've probably been the team you would say outside the top three. They've been far far and away the best team to watch. Uh, the, the goals, some of the goals are really good. has been a really good addition to the squad. They're get they're getting can I think they're beginning to click obviously they did a big game of the weekend uh, last weekend against Hearts. Uh I'm sorry with the, the big attendance, but a big a big performance again and they're just they keep rolling.
1: Yeah I, I think they're doing brilliant this season. Um, I think that, that obviously Georgia Tim said you know hit, hit the ground running at the start of the season banging the goals and she has started a bit you know a couple of months without a goal Back on the back on the score sheet, and although she did miss a few, you know, quite easy chances after that, I still think scoring that one goal, you know, after the game, you will get it right, I've scored, the monkey's off the back, that's it, and I think she'll just go on and try and keep scoring. Um, and in terms of Rude as well, she's brought something fantastic, but but for me, I think that the biggest player that they've brought in is, is Kaylin Miki, I think that um, she really impressed me at Hibs, and then obviously she went abroad... Went to Glasgow City and didn't really feature much, which for me was a bit of a puzzle because I've always been impressed with her. Um, So to come in, and you can see that, you know, she's really confident on the part. She's a good passer of the ball. She's aggressive. Um, So I think that's a a great sign for them. I think she's adding to the fact that they're doing so well. I think that that her kind of being around there, the experience that she's had, um, and the team she's been at as well, would would help the younger players around her. So, um, yeah, I'm really um, enjoying watching them. I think they're they're really good. um, And I think for them, the next step would just be trying to, you know, see if they can get a result or or a draw or something against one of the, the top teams because that, that's the next step. If you're sitting fourth, And um, obviously you know there's a, a couple of teams on their tail but but for me they're looking good for that position at the moment
0: fourth mm-hmm. spot. Hamilton as well another difficult result. They've been kinda of up and down as well, kind of three wins, nine defeats out of twelve games. So they'll be looking to just get a couple of run uh, a couple of wins on the board again because if you once you get once you get one you can get a few and they're they're not a million miles away. There's a there's a kind of a crop between 5th and 11th now beginning to, there's almost seven points between 5th and 11th, there's a crop beginning there, and Hamilton will be thinking two wins and we could be right up the table again.
1: Yeah, um, for me, I think Hamilton's biggest problem is that their forward players, whenever they get the ball, which is isn't a lot, they are under pressure a lot, um, the forward players are really isolated, you know, it's either taking a, a long time for the, the rest of the team to get up, um, or the team's just sitting that deep that they're, you know they're not pushing forward. Um, you I think that the first um, chance at the we weekend was in the second half and it was, you know, she'll it up front on her own and isolated. She's never really had many options at all. Um, so for, for them, that's what they kind of need to be working on, you know, getting more players forward um, and creating more chances. Um, and again, it's it's difficult because they've had a couple of good results, a couple of surprise results, um, and they're still a good team with some really good players. So it's disappointing that they're not getting, um, you know, as many results or, or as many points on the board as they should.
0: Um, but again, you know, as young players, so I'm sure that they'll keep progressing as long as they keep learning and developing. Um, I'm sure they'll be fine. Yeah, absolutely. We'll move into SWPL2. The game of the weekend, undoubtedly, was Montrose 2, uh, Garkier Now, Amy Colley a double, and reduces the gap of the Garkier's lead at the top of the table to two points. Again, two sides obviously coming up, very tight at the, the top of the table now. Montrose, that's a massive win, obviously beating the league leaders and reducing that gap. It can do you the world of good going forward.
1: Yeah, and um, you know, if, if they had got beaten, that would have been eight points ahead, and you know, you're you're kind of eight points ahead. You know, you're, you're thinking that's it, possibly over and done mm-hmm. with. Um, reducing that to two, absolutely massive for them. Um, and obviously, Link Allen with the double—that's that, amazing. So, um, massive, massive result for them. came are still in a good position, you know. And, and Bobby called it at the start of the season that he thought they'd be the, the surprise package. You know, he thought they'd do well. So, um, it, it's brilliant to see them them doing well. Um, but yeah, Montrose shown that they have, you know, obviously a good strong side and, and obviously coming away with the, the victory. So that, that's definitely the the probably result of the weekend in terms of uh, league position and in terms of you know you are not wanting to go into a playoff. You're wanting to to take that top spot so that you're automatically an SPL one. So uh, massive win.
0: Yeah, absolutely massive result for Montrose. A massive one for Queen's Park as well. Puts them to fourth on the table with a 5-1 victory away to Stirling Uni. Callaghan with a double, Daly Tweedy and Chisel making it uh, a big one for them. See when obviously Craig was on a, a few weeks ago. I was asking him about it. He said, like the the was beginning to look that it was kind of you had the top five at the time, and you looked maybe at Queens Park and think, can they get into that level? They're certainly showing it. They're, they're in the mix now. They're in a good position, and that's a massive result to score five away for home."
1: Yeah, he's he's a you know he's been around football a long time, Craig, and he knows a lot of the players in the leagues, and he knows women's football. So I think for him, it's just taking him a bit of time to get you know across to the players the way that, that he wants to play and how he can grind out some results. But obviously, you know, five one away, And still have being a bit of a surprise, you know, they've for a couple of um, half decent results, and um, you know, so to to win five one is absolutely huge, you know, comfortable victory for them, and, and as you say, you know, bringing them closer up to to the the rest of the
0: the teams above them so yeah great result for them Absolutely uh, Kilmarnock came from behind to beat East 5-2-1 at home Monica Hardy were and goal back in her second game after injury and Laura McLaughlin were a late winner to give a massive three points to Jim Chapman's side again Kilmarnock they're beginning to get players back Monica Harty, I feel could be a big a big player for them once she's, now she's back from injury big three points especially when you're 1-0 down
1: yeah, definitely. Um, great comeback for them, um, and and the most important thing for me is for them is just to pull a wee bit further away from Birmingham. You know, you, it's important to get points on the board, but it's important to you know leave that gap as well, so that teams don't catch up with you. And obviously, the higher up you finish, the better. Um, but yeah, again with them, I just think it's the same as you know with Queens Park. It's just going to take time, then um, Jim Chapman. He knew the women's game, you know, a while ago more than anybody else, but he's a fantastic coach and, and you know, he knows how to get the best out of players. It just might be taking a bit longer than what people maybe expected um, for it to kind of gel there. But, yeah, you know, I think that, that possibly next season they could be massive contenders. Um, but, yeah, no, a, a great result for them, obviously, coming back for a goal down. So, um, yeah, great for them.
0: Brilliant result for Kilmarnock. Eh, bottom your Thistle won, St Johnson won, very even game. Uh, Courtney McAvoy gave Borromeo the lead and Steffi Simpson were a first goal for St Johnson to get a point there. Again, two even teams, very even result by all reports. Probably both sides will be happy with a point. I, I think both sides will be happy just not to lose the game more than anything. Yeah, yeah,
1: definitely. Um, you know, Borromeo was one of the teams that I thought would be right up there this season because I, I know their manager, you know, Susie Shepard really well. Um, so for me, you know, it, it just uh, uh, overall, you so far, you know, a bit disappointing. But obviously, like you says, it's important not to lose, you know, in, in these situations. You just need to get as many points. If you're not, you know, at the top end of the table, the most important thing is make sure you're not at the bottom end of the table. So just picking up as many points as possible for both the teams is really important.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, big result in SWPL2. Obviously, Mintro, means Montrose are now sitting two points behind. You've got St Johnson, uh, Queen's Park, command within two points each other, third, fourth and fifth. And Borough Muir will be wanting to get some wins in the board. But we'll move into the Women's Scottish Cup third round. A lot of games to, to look at here. We'll just go through the results and obviously get your thoughts on a couple of big big surprises. Uh, Inverness two, Livingston one, Gaffnook three, Fall up five, Bonnie Rigg Rose three, Queen of the South one, BSC Glasgow one, Dryborough five, Airdrie two, Morton three, Hutchievale two, FC Edinburgh one, uh Stenhouse Muir two, Central Girls two, Central Girls one, that five, four in penalties. West eight, six, Linlithgow Rose one, St Marin two, Rossville four, Air United five, Renfrew two, and Grampian Ladies seven D West two. Probably the best place to start is probably Air United, five to one at home to Renfrew. I know that obviously there's a big gap in the league, but what a performance that is to win five two at home and put your place in the next round.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, obviously, you want to do well in the league, but if you can get a wee cup run, you know, it, it's fantastic to do that. So for them, um, quite a comfortable, you know, five-two, great, great result for
0: them. Mm-hmm. The you look at kind of some of the results, like the White Sand on the S Morton, big one for Hotchivel actually beating Edinburgh two-one. I thought that I would go the other way. I thought Edinburgh went in a a really good run at the top of the league. There's no many big kind of big shocks that stand out as a.
1: Um, kind of Inverness, you know. Um, obviously, there's. I think there's a, a twenty point gap. Between yeah. teams, so you know, come away with we have victory there. Um, but it's you know, it's tight. It's it's really really tight. You know, we, we've said before, and, and kind of you know that the championship and League One, any team can beat anybody because it is you know really really tight.
0: Yeah, uh, big two big results. Obviously, Bonnyrigg Rose a 3-1 win over Queen of the South. What does that do for them? Obviously, getting into that heart, and we'll we'll touch on a wee minute as well. Big tie they've got in the next round.
1: Yeah. Um, You know, it's it's whether or not some people want a good run, you know, so they want kind of teams around them so they can keep progressing. Um, but it, you know it doesn't no matter I, I feel you know if you're going to, if you're going to win it or obviously teams like that are possible going to win it but you want to play big teams you want to you want to push yourself against the best players so so for me I'd, you know if i was playing in a, a lower kind of division team i'd want to play big teams you'd want to put yourself up against the, the top players to see you know what, what you can do and you know to know that's the best in the country that's what i'm aspiring because it'll a lot of young girls, that's what i aspire to do um, and, and even, you know, some players maybe support the teams that they're going to be playing against as well. Yeah. So it's massive for them, for their family, you know, watching if they're playing against Rangers or Celtic or whoever. So um, it's a great occasion for the Scottish Cup, obviously. And it's, you know, that, that's why it's so magical, um, you know, bringing teams together that don't normally play against each other.
0: Yeah. Central girls went through in penalties, a 5-4-1 over stenhouse Muir. Again, probably the only result you would say where we are a kind of massive kind of shock. But Central girls as well, That's some result for them to go to stenhouse Muir Because they've been a pretty good run.
1: Yeah, yesterday then was where i have been, been brilliant. Um, so obviously, you know, t- to keep it tight, and that, that's the most important thing, you know, if you can keep the game as tight as possible for as long as possible, then you're always in with a chance. And obviously going to penalties, you know, is, is 50-50, whoever's, you know, um, kind of more focused um at the time. So massive for them, and, and obviously brilliant that they, they won that shootout.
0: Yeah, so my, the fourth round draw has been made. It was made last night. Uh, just a few games I want to get your thoughts on. Celtic go to Falkirk. That'll be some occasion for Falkirk to welcome Celtic.
1: Yeah, that, that's what I was saying, you know, there'll be girls there that, that possibly support Celtic or even support Rangers, you know, so coming up against Celtic, um, it, it's great, you know, and, and they're doing well as well, so, um, it's, you know, it's absolutely amazing, as I say, you know, for Celtic, they'll be thinking, let's go, you know, make a comfortable victory, just make sure we're in the, the next round of the hat, but for Falkirk, it's it's so much more, obviously, they'll be going, you know, to make it as, as basically, as uncomfortable as possible, and obviously, um, stay in the game for as long as possible.
0: Mm-hmm. So uh, there's three SWPL1 uh, games Between two sides The United play Hearts Glasgow City host Hamilton And the other one Hibs play Spartans Three games like that Like it opens a place For kind of three other teams Outside of them To, to go on big runs Because that's three gaps In the the league
1: Yeah and, and I mean Each of the ties you think Possibly could go either way You know there's there's You know Hibs Spartan You just don't know You know um. So you know Again, it's fantastic for the Cup. It does give other teams opportunities, you know, whether it's, a, you know, um, Gart Cairn or Montrose, you know, it gives them an opportunity. Obviously, you know, when I was at Muller, we done it, you know, we were top yesterday with 2 and we got right to the final. Yeah, um, we'll not mention the, the by, but, but obviously going on that run and obviously beating Spartans in the semi-final and then, you know, obviously playing Hibs um, in the final. It's just, it, it's amazing going on that run because it's a, I think that, you, you know, you don't think that you're going to be able to do that, you know, um, all the way against the top teams. So, um, obviously, the easier the draw, you know, the better, or the kind of the easier pathway to the final, the better. So, yeah, great opportunity for, for some teams to, you know, basically get their name out there, you know, and obviously prove that they're kind of, they should be an SEPL one.
0: Yeah, it seems to be like, obviously, the Scottish Cup, it seems to be a lot more kind of publicity towards it as well. You see the draw getting made last night, like, live. It was, it seems to be a lot more, like, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, not kind of prestigious, but there seems to be a lot more working into it to make it kind like of a real competition again.
1: Yeah, um, you know, there, as we said before, there's so many players involved behind the scenes that you know go kind of unnamed and um don't get the credit they deserve. But um, the work that that's going on behind the scenes is absolutely fantastic, and we can see that in the, in the progress that's been made over the past few years. Um, again, you know, it's not as great as what's happening down south, but, but you know, they've a bigger country, more players, you know, more publicity. They've got all their games kind of on Sky or every player. Um, whatever, but you know, it doesn't matter. Any progress that we make up here is, is good progress. Um, so so it's fantastic. You want that? You want as many games as possible on TV. Um, I think sometimes when there is big score lines, it doesn't look great. Um, but you know, players don't care about that. If you're, you know, if you're a Celtic of Rangers or a Glasgow City and you're beating Team Six Seven Zero and it's live on telly, it's, you want that because you want mm-hmm. to show how. and um, but yeah, no, great, great progress going forward and. Um, yeah, I mean obviously like we said, there's a few tight ties. It's always good when it's a you know a tough final, like obviously what we've got coming up to the weekend. Um, yeah. you want that, you want it to be a good competitive game. and um, you know, for perfect example last year, you know, with Celtic winning, you know, the the, the late goal, you want something like that because it, it does make the occasion better. Um, but you know there is a few teams kind of low down that, that can cause a, a bit of an upset. Um, and and again it's just great for, for other teams and other players to get involved that wouldn't normally be kind of in the limelight.
0: Absolutely, yeah. It's a it's a great occasion. We'll move on. We've got two cup finals to talk about this weekend. We're, we're at we're at December. We're at the stage of cup final. Ah, uh, big occasion at Tynecastle on Sunday. Rangers play Hibs in the Sky Sports SWPL Cup Final. I'm pretty sure it's live on Sky Sports, isn't it? Yeah, I think so.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: So that that's going to be some that's going be some occasion as well. But it'll be a big crowd. It's it's going to be some occasion. Actually, it's going to be uh, there's a lot going into this. You saw obviously Nicola Doherty and. Uh, the Hibs captain get interviewed during the week as well, and Sky, there's a lot going into this game. It's going to be a really good occasion for the women's game.
1: Yeah, um, obviously being in Edinburgh, you know, the, the crowd that they had last weekend yeah. for, for the Edinburgh Cup, um, <laughs> it was fantastic, 8,000, so, you know, if they could create that again and get as many, if not more, because, you know, obviously it's Rangers, they always have a big crowd with, it, you know, the fan base that the men's team have got, and also, you know, um, the players as well, they have a lot of family and friends that, that'll come and watch as well. Um so if they got a big massive crowd like that and you know in a, a big stadium like Tynecastle, it's fantastic for the game. Um in terms of the result um, you know, people would maybe think Rangers would, would run away with it, but they've had a, a couple of tight encounters, you know, this season. Um, and, and for Hibs, again, it's just trying to stay in it as, as long as possible. Um, if, if Rangers score an early goal, you know, or two early goals, it could be game over. Um, and like we pointed out before, you know, if I'm, if I'm Rangers, we are working on set pieces, getting the ball right on top of the defenders and, and the goalkeeper. So for me, that would be key. And that could be where it's won or lost for Hibs you know, let's see if they improve and they actually work on, on set pieces and, and manage to not conceive any.
0: Yeah, right. Give us a wee prediction.
1: Um, I think that Hibs have got goals in them. So I don't think that the Rangers will keep a clean sheet, but I think that they probably will be too strong. Um, you know, the, the players that they've got, the options that they've got on the bench as well, I'd, I'd say possibly
0: 4-1. I was going to go 4-2, actually. I think, be, <laughs> I think there'll be a lot of goals in this game, but it's going to be some occasion. Again, it's obviously where they can kind amends of the men's football not back until next weekend. Though a lot of people will go to that game and they'll be at, like as you say, there's eight thousand at uh, Easter Road the other night. There's, there's, it's gonna be a really good crowd. It's gonna be like good. It's gonna be good as well, obviously the sky cameras to see like to see just how advanced it is now because like that's a Sunday it's a perfect time. There's not really much else on in the women's game. I know we've got the other cup final we'll talk about in a second, but a lot of people will, will go to that and it'll be it'll be really good actually.
1: Yeah, um, you know, in, in the past again, it's not disrespect for other other stadiums that are hosted or whatever, but when it is in Glasgow or Edinburgh, you know, yeah. the capital city of Glasgow, a big footballing city, it, it does create a bigger crowd, um, and I think that's that's a positive thing. Um, I think it's going to be a great occasion, I really do hope there is a, a massive crowd there to watch. Um, it's always, you know, when it's on telly, well, if it's cold will people go or not, but it's not the same, you know, when you're when you're yeah. live and you're soaking up the atmosphere. Um, obviously, I predicted four-one. You know, I hope it's a lot closer. You know, for obviously a neutral um, or for Hibs as well. You know, I'd like it to be a really competitive game, but I just see um, Rangers being far too strong for them.
0: There's another cup final as well on Sunday. Dryborough Athletic play FC Edinburgh in the SWF Championship and League One Cup. It's some achievement for both sides to get into into that cup final. Obviously, Edinburgh uh, flying high at the top of the league. Drybrand doing not, not not as well in the league, the uh, league in the championship, but there's some, it's going to be some experience to play in a cup final when, again, it could be a really, really good contest.
1: Yeah, I think, um, you know, like we said, it's just important to stay in the game as, as long as possible and in a cup final, anything can happen. You know, I think they're both really good teams that have proven that they deserve to be in the final. So I think that, you know, if they both go out there and give 100%, I think it'll be a, an amazing spectacle. Um, and obviously, a great for the women's game and our, you know, our competitive game that, that's enjoyable to watch. Um, in terms of the result, you know, you think FC Edinburgh probably could, you know, pip it, but again, you know, the most important thing is stay in the game as long as possible um, and, you know, anything can happen.
0: Yeah, I think I could give Driver a wee chance as well. They just seem to be a different team. They've not been, like, it's... They've Although they've not had a, a win in the board in the league, it's been they've been getting beat, like, 2-1 one and 1-0s one and things like that. It's not like they've been... They, they are capable of keeping it tight. Edinburgh are capable of scoring goals as well. I think this could go, go all the way, actually. I think it could go to a penalty yeah. shootout. I think I think it'd be quite good actually. I think I'm I'm torn between picking a winner here. I think it could go to penalties and after that it's a lottery, isn't it? Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. I,
1: I I think it'll be a great game anyway. I think it'll it'll be tight. I hope it's tight, you know, it's always good. You never want to see one take away with it. Um, but yeah, I, I think it'll be really, really tight and um, you know, possibly one 0 or two one or like you say, you know, go all the way. Yeah, okay.
0: absolutely. It's going to be some. It's going to be some weekend for the the women's game. We're not going to have a show next week. We'll wait until the week after. Where we've got a full official uh, last in the league. We'll do a wee round up of the two games. Obviously, we've got the the Mallow Thistle game as well on Friday night. But we're going to wrap up the show there. It's been an absolute pleasure as always, Suzanne. Thank you very much.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Brilliant. Pleasure. Thank you very much to everyone who's tuned in. Please follow us on social media for more consistent women's football coverage and as always, follow, eh, subscribe to our YouTube and podcast channels for our weekly women's show. Thanks very much. We'll see you soon. Cheers.